0: Hello, welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in January the 13th, 2019. So this is my first Author Diary of the year, so Happy New Year. I had a good break and started back with my writing on Monday. So this week I have written the first draft to book seven in my Ravenglass Chronicles. So this is the book called The Lovers. Now, I'm not particularly keen on the title of this. I'm going to keep it anyway because it's based on the tarot card, but it does make it sound like a romance book when it isn't. So I've completed that, I'm really pleased with the story. It's introduced a key character and it ends at the point where my main character reaches the goal which is going to be the start of the rest of the story. I release the box set for the first five books. So this goes from The Fool up to The Emperor. And so I'm shifting my focus into marketing that rather than marketing The Fool. And I've also put up the prices of the individual novellas just to make the box set much better value for readers So I've still got the first book, The Fool, for free. The second one, The Magician, is $0.99. And then the rest of them are $2.99. Now, I would like to do them at $1.99, but I can't do that because of the way Amazon structures its royalties. So what I'm going to carry on doing is have the pre-order at $0.99 and a new release at $0.99. So people who do get in early get rewarded. So as well as getting that done, I've also been carrying on the edits on my Wasteland series, so I'm about 65% through the first book. And what I've been doing is turning that into past tense, third person, and also giving access to my main character's thoughts, adding an internal subplot, which is there in the story, but now it's brought out more. And I've deleted a couple of scenes that weren't doing anything for the story. They weren't moving anything on. So as I've said before, this isn't a priority, but it's something I'm just going to keep doing every now and again until it's done. On Friday, I outlined the next book in my Ravenglass series. So this is book eight. this is going to be a book called The Chariot going to try a different strategy than I did last year because what I'm finding is I'm spending maybe three or four days writing these first drafts and then I'm spending two maybe three weeks on the edits and what I want to do is start drafting the chariot next week in the mornings and edit the lovers in the afternoons so I'm going to see how that goes if I do that then there's a possibility that I could get another four books drafted by the time we get to the February half term so I had a look at the amount of writing days that I've actually got this year. And considering I'm doing this full time, it's not actually that many just because of various things like my wife, who's a teacher, and my son, their holidays don't always mesh. So I've got 156 writing days for this year, so that will now be 152. And so this has actually given me quite a sense of urgency that I need to get things done, need to be more focused. And so one of the things I've done to address this is I've started meditating. Now I've never done this before, and I've meditated every day this week so far. And it's just nice to have that clarity and focus before I start my writing. So I'm going to continue doing that, and I'll let you know when I achieve enlightenment. Over the Christmas break, I listened to a lot of podcasts. One in particular stood out that I would recommend listening to. It's not an easy listen, and it deals with some really difficult subjects. It's about a mass suicide of a religious cult called Heaven's Gate. The podcast itself is called Heaven's Gate. And for some crazy reason, they've got hundreds of hours of audio footage of people from the Heaven's Gate cult. These were basically a UFO cult that believed that the spaceship was going to come and take them away, take them to heaven. And so 39 people ended up committing mass suicide and then a few more members killed themselves in the following months. And it was just about the cult, how it got set up, and then the people who were in the cult and the families that they left behind, because it was one of these cults where you join and you shed things like your family and your past, you all dress in the same clothes and get the same haircuts, and I did find myself crying in the last episode, it was really difficult to listen, but it's like reading about the Holocaust, it's one of those things that I feel you should read and understand, especially as a writer, when understanding humanity is really important. In terms of reading, I've decided to get a bit more strategic, a bit more formulaic with what I read. So I mentioned, I think, last year that I've started bullet journaling. I've also got a bit of a aim this year to read more classics. So this can be both fiction and things like philosophical texts and poetry and things like that. So each month I've set myself the goal of reading a book on writing craft, a book on business, a classic And then something that's maybe relevant to my writing, so this could be a book on history, this could be some kind of specific research book. And then, once I've gone through that sequence, then I can have one for me. I've just done more one for me, which was The Prince of Thorns by Mark Lawrence. This was a really cool fantasy book, kind of sword and sorcery, quite gritty, quite violent, set in a fantasy version of Europe. And so it's weird having a fantasy series where there's references to stuff in our world, so... There's references to Shakespeare and Aristotle, and there's Christianity and all this stuff. So it's a really interesting fantasy, actually. I really liked it. And I've just got to the end of the first book. I'm kind of convinced that it might be something similar to what Gene Wolfe or Jack Vance does, where, okay, this is like a medieval fantasy, but it's actually very far in the future. Because there's one instance within the book where the main character's conversing with a spirit, that's on a panel on a wall and it seems to me that okay now we're dealing with technology that is so distant in the past that it's perceiving it as magic or some kind of spiritual thing so i really enjoyed that i think it's a really different take on fantasy and so i'll have to read more books in that series i think what was great as well just to add on to this was it was a full fantasy novel that was a nine hour audio book Now, most of the fantasy novels I seem to read end up being at least double that. I mean, the last Brandon Sanderson one was something like 54 hours long. So it's great just to get in, get out, enjoy the story, have a blast at the same time. So after finishing that, I've just started reading a book called One Bullet Away. Now, this is a story about officer training in, in the Marines. Now, this is one of my books for research. So obviously I'm not writing about the US Marine Corps in my fantasy series but what I am doing in the book The Chariot is my main character will join a militaristic organisation called the Guardians and she will start her training. Now what was interesting about this book is it had a list of principles that the marines have to go by and so these were bearing, courage, decisiveness, dependability, endurance, enthusiasm, initiative, integrity, judgment, justice, knowledge, loyalty, Tact and unselfishness. And so, even though I'm not going to say it specifically, what I'm now thinking about is how I can base different exercises, different challenges around those principles. So, I think this will add a sense of realism and a clearer structure to the training. So, I mentioned as well at the end of last year that I was going to pull away from Twitter. I have done that. I think I've been on maybe two or three times since Christmas, and this has just been to promote my books, and I have not missed the experience at all. It's felt like giving my head a bit of a clean out, flushing out all the rubbish, (laughs) all the nonsense. It seems at the moment that there's a lot of things where anyone who sees a bit of success, people will go through their Twitter feeds all the way back to the early days of Twitter to find something that can be interpreted in the least charitable way possible, not realising that A, people have different opinions on things, B, people change, C, people sometimes say things as a joke that might be... Perceived as offensive. And so I'm just very glad to have moved away from that because it is nonsense. It is unhealthy. It's negative. It's toxic. And it does no good. Because that's the thing I think people fail to ask is what good will this bring? What will shaming someone for saying something 10 years ago bring to the table? Apart from maybe scoring some points on some weird virtue signaling hierarchy. I don't know. It's odd and it's a very unfortunate state of affairs. But hey, there we go. Whatever. So finally, I want to talk about the fact that I got a harmonica for Christmas and I've started doing some lessons. So I've been working through some ones on YouTube, learning how to do things like chugging and practising my scales. I'm really enjoying this. It's, it's really strange to start an instrument again because I've played several instruments over the years. My main instrument is the guitar. I'm very proficient with that. But harmonica is something completely alien to me. So I'm just getting my head around how the scales work, how the breathing works, different techniques that you can use to bend the notes and things like that. There's a thing that you have to do, which is do a silent vibrato with your throat, which I cannot do, so I need to work out how to do that, because otherwise my plans to learn how to play blues harmonica will fall flat. So I'm going to keep doing that, try and do at least 10 minutes a day. My plan is to get at least 20 hours worth of really focused practice done by the summer. So I can't remember where it was a read, but it's basically that 20 hours is the amount of focus that you need on a single thing in order to get competent at it. But it needs to be very deliberate, very focused. And so that's what I'm going to do. So I've had no questions, but if you've got a question, please do email me. It's john at johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. If you go to my website now, which is johncronshaw.com, click on the original fiction tab. I have just posted up my story, Clockwork Titan. So this is a fantasy story set in the same world as the Ravenglass Chronicles. So do check that out. So until next time, cheerio.